Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Uncle Vinny Young Vince, joined by a very special guest today. We got the man in the house, Cor Corey in the house, owner of Ashe Juicery. Thank you for coming, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really appreciative of this opportunity. Hell yeah, bro. I got a little gift for you. Put okay. these stickers somewhere, somewhere nice, you know? Okay, so these are like, like decals? Like, uh, yeah, like, pretty much. Like bumper stickers? Awesome. Pretty much. You'll we'll oh, see some VVs it. around the city. There we go. Hey, hey, now you're talking. Hell yeah, bro. So how's it going, man? I appreciate you coming out here. No doubt. Yeah, it's going really well. Um, you know, just business, business, business all the time. You know, thinking of new ways to do what we do. Absolutely, man. So for the viewers, a little context here. Was that an album listening party for Zargo? Shout out Zargo. Shout out Zargo. Vigilante alumni. And it was at a location that I didn't really know where I was going. I knew it was on Bloor. Go into this place called Ashe Juicery. And it was a really dope like retail space slash juice spot. spot. And saw Corey, found out he was the owner there. Got to talking and, and here we are now. So... I want you to talk a little bit about your spot, bro. Explain explain the, the Ashe wave. Well, it's a co-owner, uh, me and my cousin. Um, we started this company together. So, uh, you know, big shout out to my cousin. And um, yeah, that, that night that you met us uh, to, for the Zargo release party, uh, that happened because another artist, Yuso, was uh doing his thing like a a release party for for some of his songs and zargo showed up and he wanted to also use our space to do his release so that's how you met us there that's how that whole thing happened Dope. uh yuso was take go go uh, check out yuso on uh instagram is make sense of it and he came into the shop he he also does like um like deliveries around the city or whatever so he came into the shop and saw the place and loved it and uh, i hope you i hope you like the interior as well How, hell yeah man so that was your first event hosting basically uh though the the zargo was the second and the uso was the first nice yeah yeah it was it, it was nice and we hope to do more so if anybody out there wants to do like a private intimate kind of thing they can also do that here absolutely your location is awesome too yeah. right on bloor such a iconic part of the city always stuff going on yes yes it's blessed you know it's right on the subway line yep so you know people get off at ossington or dufferin and uh we're right in between there uh 982 bloor street west and uh yeah right but it's dover court and bloor so like bloor court and we we just rep that all day like just rep the neighborhood the neighborhood has so much love it's so vibrant um so many people walking by we're on the north side of bloor so we're getting that sun uh, from you know, you know uh, we're facing south, so we get that all day sun. We got the plants in the shop. It's nice. It's a very nice vibe, very cozy vibe. Absolutely, go check out the juicery. So before we even get into how you even got into the juicing stuff, because very curious about that. Talk a little bit about yourself, kind of how you grew, did you grow up in Toronto? Oh uh, yeah, so I was born in Toronto. Um, spent the first part of my years um <clears throat> around jane and eglinton mm -hmm. 
and uh you know grew up there for a couple of years and then we, we we moved uh south a little bit into like the the western western and finch area okay then we moved over uh to the east end like uh york um like uh north um i'd say like uh, york mills area yeah and then when i was like 12 i went up uh, to the suburbs north right and uh that was completely different a lot slower pace um but it was cool it was cool and uh you know i've just been an athletic artistic i'm an artist so i i do paintings uh portraiture abstracts all that and uh went to school for i went to sheridan for advanced arts and um i i made a living off of it i traveled around a bit just making a living off my art nice and, uh, man. sketching people you know selling it to them out east in like nova scotia you no know way. hitchhiking to cape breton island and uh just exploring my artistic side to see if I could be like a not a starving artist, but like a six. But I, I was starving, you know. That's super <laughs> dope, man. I had no idea about that. That's really really cool. Yeah. Was yeah. that an experience what, that you feel kind of shaped you? Was it like looking back on that time? Um, what shaped me was uh, after college. I went. I, I did a year of business and um, at Conestoga, and what shaped me was after that I went to Banff, Alberta, and I <clears throat> I went out there to, like, just see something new, you know, mountains, a, a different pace of life. Right. And it really shaped me. I mean, uh, I, I grew spiritually, um, artistically, and just um, I grew tougher just because, you know, surviving out there. I got a job at Lush Handmade Cosmetics, you know, the Lush? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, smells smelling so good. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I got a, I got a, a long-term rate at a, a motel in banff i was paying like a thousand dollars a month me and my friend uh to stay in in a, in a motel room and it's crazy because you wake up you go to work um you come back and the, the bed's made the coffee and tea is restashed you know and the towels are all freshly washed yeah and pressed. it was it was it was nice you know and that was in the winter time it was hard and then um I ran into like some trouble out there like financially you know like uh just there's so much to do and uh just so little work i guess you could say because it's a small town so i ended up coming back and then i so that really shaped me um i, I went to england for uh, like a month to see a friend that i met in banff and that just kind of exposed me to a whole new like the european kind of you know i flew to amsterdam for like 90 bucks nice. round trip and that really just like opened my eyes to how a city could be you know what i mean absolutely the european travel is always so interesting to me because an hour you could be in a completely different country you know in canada <laughs> four hour flight you're still in canada <laughs> yeah you know, I, know, I know the same province same province freaking <laughs> ontario's 20 hours deep man yeah it's so that, that's so always so funny to me but i definitely feel you I, that's something i've been learning lately too like sometimes changing your setting can really change you you know it's it definitely comes from within, but seeing different perspective, I think, absolutely is a, a huge factor. Nailed it. I, I agree completely. You know, I I, I I came back here, worked, uh, got a couple high-paying jobs. You know, I was like a, a real estate photographer um, doing paintings, commissions on the side. Uh, I worked at a factory at nights, 
and um, I did some snow removal in the in the winter times to sustain myself. And um, you know, I had a daughter like uh, seven years ago. So, and um, you know, I, I went out to um, Africa with her to uh, Malawi and Zimbabwe and Mozambique. We we visited. And we stayed there for six months Holy. when my daughter was six months old to a year, and um, we stayed with my um, with her mother's family, and it was like, you know, eye opening, crazy, crazy. Uh, the way of life out there was insane. Um, and I'm 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 like an empath and a compassionate person yep. by nature, and uh, I created a, a lot of art out there. Um, I worked on some album covers and stuff like that. But um, and auctioned some stuff off. But what, what was really cool about there is, you know, when you go to a third world, second world country, you, you you're really like in high demand. I guess just because you're Canadian, you have the Canadian education, like pristine, top of the line schools, technology. And I went there with my camera, and uh, I ended up shooting music videos and trailers for for you know plays that were going to be performed and i um i met up with a, a lady there from england and she had opened up a school through a charity in um in malawi and i thought that was so cool and so she was involved in getting hemp legalized okay because they're really against marijuana but they don't know about hemp they can't get you high and it's really good for fabrics. Yeah. So they import all their fabrics. They're paying, you know, through the roof for all their fabrics. And so I actually worked with her to create um, music videos, informative pieces, the actual a music video about like legalizing hemp. Nice. And, uh, and um, I met a lot of people in high places and um, it's um, hemp is not legal in in Malawi, so they're able to sustain themselves a little bit better. Nice, bro. You had an you had a nice role in that too. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so. You know, I mean, it, it was very minuscule, like point zero zero one, but uh, just to ha just to like be a part of something, just to you know get an inside look. Exactly. It was eye opening, and I, I I came back here with a and and you know the funny thing is is that I bought a juicer, I bought my first juicer. Um, in 2011 and I had my daughter in 2015 and when we went to Malawi I took my juicer with me because I said you know fresh fruits and vegetables in abundance right so I took it there I went everywhere with it so and uh, now here I am today but that's not the lead-up story that's just like a background on who I am I guess that's an unreal background man it's interesting too before you took that trip if someone had told you you'd play a role in legalizing hemp you know you'd be doing all this stuff it would have been wild but now yeah. it's just part of your story mm. so cool so cool to see that very true yeah i'm blessed yeah absolutely man no that's amazing so i do want to dive into the juice the actual juice part of your life and the juice culture in general yeah something i'm very amateur i don't know much about it at all so you said 2011 you bought a juicer Tell me kind of what led up to that, man. What, what, what was your juice inspiration? <laughs> well, I was in college and I worked at the gym and uh, I was looking for like faster recovery time and berries kept on coming up, right? And at that time I was like 
transitioning off of the meat. Okay. Uh, the red meat. I, I never really ate pork, but the red meat was gone, and then the fish, and then the chicken, and then the eggs, and then the milk, you know. So it was like a transition over two years, and um, <clears throat> berries kept on coming up, so I started making, sh like, shakes and, like, a magic bullet every morning in college. And I noticed, like, a big difference in my energy levels, my ability to get back into the gym with just simple, like, mixed berries. And uh, some spinach in there as well for some, like, iron and protein. And uh, and, and then just, I, I just kept on feeling better and better. And I, I was inspired on YouTube about all these, like, juicers, uh, these people that make juice and live off juice. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to invest in one, and I spent uh, like $450 on an Omega juicer. Yeah, a slow juicer, yeah. And that was <laughs> the thing that kind of... That's cool, because 2011 is still pretty early in the juicing, juicing game, right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a big thing. I mean, juicing has been around since, like, you know, the 70s yeah. and stuff, but, like, they were they were all like fast juicers and we can get into the difference between slow and fast. Um, but they, they were, there were so many moving parts. It was so hard to clean. And a lot of people just said, you know, I, you know, it's too much. Yeah. It, it just collects dust underneath the counter. So. It wasn't too practical for like at home regular use. Yeah. You know, unless yeah. you just absolutely loved it or, or if you had like a medical condition or an ailment and you wanted to like heal, Right. Then you would be, you know, juicing. But um, now they got juicers, like slow juicers that are simple, easy, four or five parts. Technology, man. Yeah. Yeah, Evolution. yeah. yeah that's right. So you, you, from that point, you're basically juicing every day. And by juicing, not talking steroids, we're talking <laughs> this stuff right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically from that point, what's, what's, what's like a juicing like schedule for you, bro? Even from then to now? Okay, well, uh, morning, morning juices, and and um, I even like evening juicing. Like uh, it, it, when we're closed, uh, it's it's peaceful, and I don't have to worry about like a customer coming in, which right. I, I love. But it's like I could just turn up the music and not have to like listen out for the door chime, and it's just like peaceful out there on the road. And um, but the morning is when I have like most energy. So and we need like you know juice throughout the day. So when I even when I bought my first juicer, um, you know I would wake up, put a carrot, apple, a lemon, piece of ginger down, and. Uh, do my thing go to work or whatever right it yeah. sounds cool to me because it's kind of like a ritual if i feel like it's not just the actual juice it's you know the vibes around it <laughs> i like that there's definitely a culture yeah around and growing around juice and um it's taking many different directions i'm excited to see where it goes next um and it, a lot of people might think like what is this guy talking about it's just juice you know what i mean but uh but really, I mean, the things that people are finding can be juiced or extracted. It's, um, or how they're mixing things like charcoal. It's exciting. And, uh, you know, when I bought the juicers, it was just for me. And I started juicing for my sister. And, um, cause she wanted to like lose weight. And she brought it to work in mason jars. And, uh, her employee, her co-employees, they wanted something and they were willing to pay. And I wasn't making it, maybe I'd make like $3 off of it, you know, I'd go buy retail, 
you know, from like Metro or Fresh Co. Yeah. Um, just whatever produce, take it back, juice it, and it would cost like 23 bucks and I would sell it for like 25, you know? So, but one thing leads to another. You kind of saw that there was some potential in it, you know? My cousin, uh, Anthony, who, who, you know, is still my, my business partner to this day, and uh, we, we do so well together because we're family, I guess. Yeah. And he he said, yo, like, you know, you could sell this. And, and I, used, I used to always make him these, like, special peanut butter sandwiches that I still, you know, I'm not going to share how I do it. <laughs> but I, I, I always used to make them, like, really, really good. And he he was like, yo, we could, we could sell this sandwich and these juices and, like, just, like, a little truck or something and we just roll around selling the the you know the food and um so we actually started out with a food truck no way yeah we we, we started out wanting to be mobile and that was uh, a a, <laughs> a very big learning experience um people would call it a mistake but because we learned it it's now a lesson it, it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it yeah exactly if you learn from it it's absolutely a lesson not to go too deep into that but like what what would you say was the biggest lesson you took from the food truck experiment um to not uh not stray from what you're doing like take little steps we thought okay people are buying a couple juices let's get a truck and now we're you know it's not like that it's um be realistic you know the the market is shifty out there the supply chain is rough so if you have a business and you 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 have a format whether it's like at home try to think of like the least expensive but most effective way to grow yeah that business you know the natural scaling up the natural scaling up don't don't bite off more than you could chew and we 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 we, we spent thousands we thousands in the hole for that lesson like you said man that that is a lesson because you can take it and improve on the next the next go yeah exactly and you know also we we, we've learned a lot about that whole food truck game in the industry and the permits and the fees that are needed and the whole mess and the politics behind it all so um we actually just scaled it back and uh, we rented out a commercial kitchen and i brought my I, i i got two omega slow juicers on Kijiji (laughs) and um like one was way up in like you know Blue Mountain or whatever but we drove out for it because it was cheap they're worth like you know 500 bucks and we found it for like 100 bucks those Kijiji deals are real yeah and it was a it was like a wedding present so it was brand new in the box so we brought it to the commercial kitchen and just you know we would rent out like a block of time four or five six seven hours and i'd go get the retail produce still at that point and juice it all no label no seal and uh distribute it out of our trunks diy for real yeah man i love that type of conversation for anyone watching that maybe a young entrepreneur doesn't know how to start this is a great example of that just taking it slow figuring out what do we want to make start that and then we can go from there yeah yeah exactly figure out what you're good at yeah and then how to monetize it because if you're good at it and if you like it then it's not really work exactly so one thing i want to ask you that was interesting so yeah the food truck me didn't go the way you would have thought did you ever think of you know what the this 
being a being my own boss not for me let me go get a regular job oh um well i've 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 actually had to work on this journey you know um i i still had good relationships with the people i used to do snow removal with right and um i also had a great job with a family friend earth moving so like excavation and stuff and you know the the, the pay was so great that i could really build this business and help with the bills and the rent and everything and i'm so grateful to those uh bosses of mine that that are actually my my friends you know my friends dads basically and um so anything like that like really exploit your options you know because people are really willing to give and see you succeed and um so you know just because you have a business don't think that you don't have to work keep building the business on the work hours and when your business is pulling in more than your job then you should quit or if the only thing holding your business back from being as successful as your job then quit yeah yeah very very wise words because that's also important for someone to hear because you have experience you've done this before you we i think kind of like instagram culture it's like oh let's just try to make a million dollars as fast as possible and you know for most people it doesn't work that way you know so having a job having a regular income is is always nice and like you said might be time one day but be smart about it Mm -hmm. definitely be smart about it yeah you could lose everything that's real man bills don't stop coming in the bills don't stop in fact you know you're gonna have more bills once you get the business going so you know but but you know um it's it, it's hard business is hard it's the hardest thing to do because you have to wake yourself up yes. you have to set your own meetings you don't have a boss that can just fire you or threaten to fire you or give you a raise you know, when you do good, you're not always going to get a pat on the back. Um, your family is probably not going to believe in you, but they might support you, but they might not believe in you. Yeah. And you find the difference out. Belie you know, you know, um, there's parents that go the extra mile, like Beyonce's parents or uh, the Serena, the Williams yeah. sisters' parents. You know, they'll go above and beyond. And I would say for any parent out there, the best investment that you could be broke over and like you know be paying, living bill to bill because of the swimming classes the ballet whatever it is it's your kids if you and if you you know we're, we're we've failed tests we've missed opportunities we've slacked off in in college whatever it is we didn't go but and but we still invest thousands in ourselves thinking hey i got a shot but a kid that is like completely open if you just sink everything into them they will excel and set you free but um but and anyways um yes when you are doing the business it is the hardest thing to do way harder than a job that you don't like but at the same time everything that you do is for you you know and 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 that and that's the payoff it's uh you know obstacles and challenges that make the day different it's what i i like i enjoy different yes different days different things 
Absolutely, man. The the title of this is Versatile Vigilante, and your story already really shows that versatile, the versatility, you know, mm -hmm. Diff little different. I, I relate to that. I'm kind of the same way. Um, to me, that's that's what the fun part of life is, the day-to-day -day when you don't expect something and it mm. happens. Let's work on this now, you know? Yeah. I always yeah. like that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. It keeps it interesting. Keeps it interesting. So you're selling selling the bottles out of the car. <laughs> yeah. How long, what, what, what kind of, take me up to when you get the store. So we've covered the truck. Now you're selling them out of the car. Okay. Out of the trunk. That goes well. Okay. So let me take you through this journey. Please do. Wow. It was, I mean, wow. Looking back on it, you know, uh, we had to rent out a commercial kitchen because we needed the health and safety standards. Right. Right. I am a very, very, like, strict person when it comes to my kitchen. Okay. And where I'm making juices. Because you have to remember, this juice isn't cooked. If I spit in it. It's there. Th yeah, it's there. The heat's not sizzling it yeah. away or killing the germs. So I've always had a mask on. And a hairnet way before COVID. As soon as I get into the commercial kitchen, everybody, you know, mask or no mask, it doesn't matter. Me, mask. Now, the commercial kitchen that we were in also was dealing with meat, right? It was anybody that needed a space. Right. So I would need to come in, and the first hour of the shift, I would spend like sanitizing everything i everything the sink and it was like that of film for and, and you know it's not like it's gonna go into the juice it's just the sink that i'm putting the produce in yeah but just still you yeah. know what i mean so i had my own cutting boards my own everything tubs everything and we i, I said anthony you know my cousin my partner we're, we're we're wasting money here you know i'm here sanitizing we we need another spot so we looked for a plant-based kitchen just to be safe there was like three one of them had a cat in there so i didn't i you know they were like running around everything and i was like okay but i found this um this other guy his name was uh lucas and he did these vegan doubles like uh yep. like trinidadian doubles and they were fire i mean they were the best doubles period i've ever had doubles are fire yeah yeah but this guy's was another level and um unfortunately he's he's scaled back to business now he's no longer operating but uh that recipe is gold anyway so we we spent time there and we were able to boost production uh because of the time not spent sanitizing which minimized their costs, which raised profits. Um, after we saw that it was going well, we uh, we actually got a, a van. We bought a van, and this was another this was another example of biting off more than we could chew. We yeah. had the food truck, Scott. That that was a rental. This was a van that we bought. We were thinking, yo, we're gonna fill this up with coolers, Crap and you know, you know, and there were there was times where we actually needed that much space. We would go to Caravana and sell waters just for a reup. Yeah. So we would go to a business like a like a wholesale place. You have to have a business, and we would get bottles of water for like two bucks, like a case. Yeah. For two bucks, and go sell it at Caravana for like a dollar each. Yeah. And, I mean. 
that 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 money just went to supplement the business and get a little boost, right? Buy more bottles, buy more whatever, get labels because at that point we had no labels and we were called the Juicy Waffle. Juicy okay? Waffle. We were called the Juicy Waffle. We were gonna do waffles and juices, and so this is what I'm getting into is actually gonna teach a lot of young entrepreneurs about pivoting too. Okay. You know, off of what they want to do into what they need to do. So. Um, we're, we're, we're juicing out of this place, um, this vegan kitchen, uh, just behind Brock Street uh, off of uh, Bloor. Um, and uh, we, we were having such a great time, but then unfortunately, uh, he had to move out of the place. And so we lost access to the kitchen. Okay. We had to go... We, we had to like scale back everything. We took a year off. We rebranded. We stayed focused. We got jobs. Uh, we worked overtime, triple time. That's where I got all the jobs I was telling you about. And um, we rebranded into what we are now, Ashe. We went through so many names. We asked so many friends and family. Um, I created the logo. And, um, you know, it, it felt like this was it. Like, you know, this just seeing this logo you know it we, it felt like yeah, th this is you know this is now right here you know uh, we're official right and so we were saying man we you know we need a spot you know we, we keep on renting out these kitchens they're closing down you know we need our own place maybe there's a place that we could share and we manifested because i believe heavily in in manifestation and we just knew we were gonna get a, a spot and so after a year hiatus, we found a lady who I, I, at uh, Keel and Eglinton in Toronto that had like a juice smoothie wraps place that was like out of commission. Yeah. She, she had gotten overwhelmed. We made a little deal where we could come in, juice in that place, bolster the place up, and we could like, you know, kind of, I don't know, like, cross share like share customers and yep. whatever right just whatever we had to do and things were going good we put thousands of dollars into renovation and then the pandemic hit mm. and and when the pandemic hit it was like it was devastating first of all on eglinton as everybody knows there was massive construction going on and the the school across the street just had burned down so all the students were gone so businesses were hurting. We got in there thinking they're gonna rebuild it. The alert, the Eglinton is gonna, gonna be, be done, done soon, yeah. but it, you know, no. Uh, <laughs> to this day, still not. <laughs> to this day, right? <laughs> and so um, we we had our doors open, hoping people would come in, but there was just nobody on the streets. You know what I mean? And luckily for us, we were already delivery based. So many businesses had to figure out how we're going to do like curbside pickup yeah. and delivery. Uber like went through the roof, you know, skip the dishes. We already had a route stretching from Brampton, Mississauga, all the way up to Bradford and Newmarket. Damn. All the way east to Ajax and Oshawa. And so we had like a, a network that we would just be dropping juices off. And it was costly in the gas, but it turned over customers, right. right? You know, you're spending a lot at the beginning, 
but it pays off in the end, right? If it just be consistent. Yeah, you're earning that customer loyalty, get their repeat business. Mm-hmm. That That's a really interesting part of business too, where it's like, you don't want just a one-time customer, you want repeat business. And to do that, you're right. Yeah, you do have to spend money, but over time it'll recoup itself. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, re- returning customers, it's so important because uh, they're the ones that are willing to um, go for the the bigger deals. Yeah, they're the ones that they're gonna support you when you're having a slow week. You know, they're gonna come in on their typical Wednesday. You know, it's a slow Wednesday as always, but at least we know Janice and Maurice are coming in. Exactly, it's that stability. It's that stability, and that's why customer uh, service is so important and the quality. You know, we really praise ourselves on the quality of juice that we that we make, and also our customer service is is really um, top notch. You know, um, I've had a lot of retail experience, and we we just we really appreciate our customers because they don't have to buy this, right? Yeah, they could go buy a juicer and the produce and whatever else they need and make it at home, but. A lot of people don't have time and a lot of people are stressed out and um, just want something that tastes good. Yeah. And we actually encourage people to get their own juicers, which might be, it might sound counterintuitive, but the business landscape today is changing so much where, you know, if you're not supporting a cause, you're not going to, you know, bring in the loyalty from the customers. Um, if you're not doing something for someone else, you know, so we really praise our customers and we really encourage them to juice at home um but if they need a juice on the run uh, we are here that's real man you're kind of like their juice consultant yeah 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 i i do we do do consulting um you know um it's uh you know it's a small it's a small fee it's uh forty dollars an hour for a consultant um first half an hour is free and um you know it's not something that we really heavily promote right now right but um i've done it in the past and i am i get so excited talking about it you know uh how juice can remedy us and so um so we were just yeah we were just you know really blessed to have this location where we could actually feel comfortable like we come in to the spot on keel and eglinton and everything is where we left it we can make high quality juice and then that's where we made our first real investment on our juicer that we use today okay big investment a big one yeah so far how how has that been for you well, you know, um, you gotta you gotta spend money to make money. Yep. And um, the juicers that I was making the juice off of the Omega, they are home juicers, but they don't recommend you use it for over half an hour. So I had two. Okay. I had two going. Um, I mm. flick one on, juice it for half an hour, turn it off, let it chill for half an hour while this one's going. Max them out. Just max them out, and they were always stalling and backing up and. Uh, and uh, so I said, you know, I, I said, you know, Anthony, if we're if we're going to compete in this market, and 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 I hate that word compete um, in 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 a business sense because I don't we don't believe in competition. Um, it, we find that the more variety there is, uh, the more people come, not because they're competing, but because people like different things. Yeah, I agree. You know, people like the home hardware where it's just a little tiny place where they can ask yeah. someone that looks like their grandpa or yeah. something, you know, where to get a tool. Some people like 
the Home Depot where it's huge. You can't find anyone. No, like, where's yeah. the help? You know what I mean? So, uh, but no, you know, no, no disrespect to Home Depot. I, I love y'all. And, you know, shout out um, Home Depot. Let's get a sponsor too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, I've depended on them and Home Hardware for all of our renovation costs. <laughs> there we go. Uh, um, you know, we could do it and they can help. Uh, you know, uh, we... we <laughs> sorry to interrupt, bro, but your yeah. point is interesting because you're right. Like, th there should be a space for everybody. You know, there's enough money for everyone to win. If if you're winning and they're not winning, it's, it sucks, you know? If you're both doing well, it's sick. Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't help to grow the industry if someone no. loses, right? We got to understand that we got to be practical. We tell people that you, if you're in the East End, you can go get juice from Drink Juice Co. You know, Drink Juice Co. Uh, I, th I think their name is uh, Drink Co., right? Um, I, uh, then there's, uh, there's juiceries in the West End. And, you know, if you want to be the best and put other juiceries out of business, then that means that less people have access to the juice, which means that less people in the East End that know people yes. in your part of town yes. are going to be able to recommend juice. So, you know, people are very transient. It's a transient city. Um, if we recommend juices to people in the East and that's growing, well, guess what? Juice lovers will now be used to seeing juice, buying juice, and when that happens and they travel to the West, guess what? They're going to stop in my place or someone else's. That's that long-term vision where yeah. you're. if you're just, I want to be the biggest and no one else, that's short-sighted because for all the reasons you said, but the long-term, if the industry is strong, you're, you're going to get some nice trickle down from that no matter what. Exactly. And people appreciate so many different things. Some people want all organic some people want glass bottles some people want um you know pulp in their orange juice yeah. or something pulp no pulp yeah so like i said you know you have to spend money to make money and we spent a hefty amount on our juicer it's a good nature x1 mini um we you know for the amount that we were pushing out or, or and expecting to push out um we really wanted to have a high quality juicer that could handle the load yeah. and not overheat. So we got our Good Nature X1 Mini and um, it was just, uh, it, that's what we still use today. And if you are a juice head, then you know the quality is, it's, it's the best juicer in the world. So we set up, we started making juice. We were delivering it to our whole delivery route. COVID hit. We still had all of our customers. Didn't have any. Didn't have as much foot traffic as we were hoping for, but still had of our, our deliveries. And then that um, that ended about nine months later, um, due to just differences about the future of you know what we were gonna do right. with the space. And um, but it was it worked out better for both of us. Now that person is doing better. They're an established location, and so we feel like we've helped. Um, and we are doing our thing and we are happy. So we moved. Um, we actually had to take our heavy juicers. Um, we also got a Zumo for citrus and pomegranates, which is heavy. And uh, we had to move it all the way back to our aunt's house in, in Durham region. And juice there, you know, drive. At the time I was like living between Newmarket and Toronto and I would drive all the way to Durham to make juice and then deliver it to where I said before. 
Good for you, bro. You're really hustling, man. This, yeah. This this is a this is kind of like a Scarface story with juice, bro. Like I love that, man. I love that type of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building say it from the ground. Say hello to my little friend. Hold that up to the camera again, bro. Come right on. There, Look right at there. these nice glass bottles too. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. That's yeah. the type of bottle you'll see in a Ashe fridge. Yes, or if you order on Uber, skip the dishes or ritual, uh, that's what you will receive. Um, and also we have half size, so we have like 8 ounce, this is a 16 ounce, 500 milliliter. We also have 8 ounce, um, 250 milliliters, and we have a 4 ounce and 2 ounce shot for nice. the shots, restorative shots, we can get into that. Um, but we only spent, we only had to spend about 3 months because we couldn't stop. We, we, we just couldn't stop. We knew that if we stopped, we would lose our customer base and they would go to other juice places or not at all. And um, so we didn't stop. And then thank God we found this place on Queen Street West, Queen and Gladstone. Nice. Um, it was uh, formerly the the spot for the Remix Project. Yep. Yeah. So no, a lot no. of, it was like a staple in the community. A lot of people already knew about it. And uh, we were blessed to be there. We met so many people there. Uh, we met uh, Nice Brand uh, Clothing. Yes. Shout yeah. Out to nice shout out to Nice Brand. <coughs> and we also uh, met Nation House Studios, which is um, it's like their sound engineering kind of like recording studio nice. that you can go get your stuff mixed down. And um, it's proper. I mean, they, they, they treat you nice down there. Sounds are proper. And, um, you know, we, we, we it was like a shared space. And we all learned how to like navigate each other's business and learn about our business, making sales for each other, promoting each other. And it was a lovely thing. We um, we had a disagreement with the with what the what what the rest of the building was doing. Yeah. Um, through the pandemic, because you know um, we had to be safe. You know, we had to make sure that rules were being followed because this is a consumable product. And um, we just had to make sure that, again, the health and safety standards were up to par and couldn't be questioned. So um, we moved out of that space. And shout out to the, the people that own that space. Uh, we, we love y'all. Uh, everything is gravy. Um, but we just had to do that for ourselves, for our integrity. And then we, from there, um, I, I, we must have checked out uh, I, I, I personally have stepped into like 30 different commercial spaces around the city trying to find a place to go next. Right. We, we were scrambling. And um, we moved all of our equipment to a, a garage for like three weeks. And we were making no juice. And we found this place where we are now 982 Bloor Street West the best place we've ever been by far and we it was a print it was a print shop and it was gutted there was nothing in there no flooring the flooring was crap the walls weren't painted there was holes everywhere um, thank God one of my previous jobs was years of experience in, in construction nice you know I, you know this journey I, fe I felt like uh, the slumdog millionaire you know, have you ever seen that movie, Slumdog? Every event Every, helped with yeah, a future event. Exactly. Yeah. Everything that I did, everything that we did, me and my partner, did um, in the past, it was put into use. 
you know the construction and 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 everything even even to the snow removal you know and just like not being shy or not being defeated by the the amounts of snow that we can get and you know it never trapped us in it never you know stopped us so that took we we, we moved in 2021 in may and we renovated and it took three months. We opened in like late July, August. And from there, it's just been go, go, go. Amazing, it's bro. It's just been amazing. Amazing, yeah. man. I love the point you brought up about the slum, slum dog millionaire because sometimes I think it's human nature get caught up in what's happening right now. Like, oh, this is not going how I want. But down the line, it's going to actually really be useful for you and and you're going to remember holy shit that was a huge part of my life like you know what you 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 uh you're so you're so like accurate you know in 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 what you're saying and uh you know I agree I resonate with everything you're saying you know it it, it is you know when you a lot of people think that <clears throat> they do something and then get something and um that that that's that's true in a cause and effect kind of way yeah but a lot of times people don't realize that when they really want something and then their car breaks down and they're going for their dream and then you know um the funeral happens and the expense that you were so close to opening up your business now you have to go fly out for this funeral you know and but then you meet someone there and 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 he advises you to someone else and and things happen because as long as you hold what you want to see your future as um or your present as all these little obstacles they're only going to be for that purpose you know yeah. what i mean and and so you're so right you know it prepares you and so you know what what's, what's crazy is nice clothing and national studios when we met them at Queen, we had such a good vibe that when we found this new spot, we said, yo, do you guys want to, you know, do you guys want to come with us? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, sign us up, right? So now you come into our store, you see clothes that are fire. I mean, handmade in Toronto, um, always new designs, and they're exclusive to the season. And <clears throat> then on the other side, you see our juice bar and we offer healthy teas and coffees and soon gluten-free vegan treats and um smoothies and iced teas and cold coffees and all that stuff um we're growing we're growing just baby steps and um downstairs is is a recording studio you know so you know we all mesh well it's all we're all black owned you know nice. it's um five uh, black male <laughs> owners um, doing things that we've you know never done before in our family's history so uh you know it's really um it's really exciting it's really cool it is really cool man it's inspiring for someone like myself too that's just i i've got my own thing trying to grow you know i don't think it matters what the product is i or the, what the service is. i think it's the spirit you know and to see someone like yourself and the other the names you mentioned really hustling really out here no matter what happens let's keep going i love that man yeah, that's right. I mean, I mean, or why, why, why start it at all? You know, you got to exactly. ask yourself, like, you know, I put so much in, am I just going to quit? 
But um, you never quit. You just never quit. You just pivot. You know, you pivot. We had to pivot. <clears throat> you know, so many times we're still pivoting. Uh, you know, like we got coconuts last year and we started selling them outside. We got 25 coconuts in a day. We sold out of them the same day. So now we're coconut sellers. So you know nice. what I mean? You know, so That's it's, uh, you know, anything that you can do, we do in the realm and that meets our standards of the juice, you know, and maybe we can get into the juice and what goes into it, how we do it, because um, I think a lot of people are going to be Im impressed and uh, excited to hear what, what we do. Let's hear it, bro. I'm, I, let's hear a little bit more about the, the current process right now of... Where do you where do you actually make the juice? So you don't make them in the shop. Yes. You do. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. So you want to get into how we make the juice? Well, I. You know what? Let's approach it like this way. Someone like myself who's got no knowledge of juicing, but it seems cool. You know, how would you, how would you recommend like intro to juicing? Okay. Well, first of all, juicing is something that happens naturally when we chew fruits and vegetables yeah we're basically extracting the juice out of it so that it can go, go into our bloodstream and <clears throat> be used by our body by our body now the thing is is if we don't chew it up enough then it'll get sent down our digestive tract and you know you'll maybe see some remnants of what you ate right and that's wasted nutrition right there um, because it didn't, the, it didn't fully get right. exposed, right? So, um, juicing is a way to get nutrients um, quickly and efficiently into the body. So, a lot of people that are experiencing like um, irritable bowel syndrome, uh, cancer, that are on treatment and can't really take a big meal, right? Um, or people that are trying to clean their blood hemoglobin uh, for different procedures um they are often recommended to juice because that way they're getting nutrients and it's not working their digestive system people with crohn's disease as well right so it's not meant to replace eating it's meant to you know if you're not getting a balanced meal which you know we're really not most of us aren't yeah even if we do have the salads and everything the steamed veggies and the rice and the brown rice and all that stuff whole wheat bread um the soil that is grown in now you know it's it's so mineral deficient yeah so we look to get the maximum amount of nutrition into our bodies now that can mean you have a regular breakfast, whatever your breakfast looks like, your lunch, and then you have a juice and a dinner. Um, the juice could or should include things that maybe you won't be able to get, you know, maybe right. turmeric raw, raw ginger, um, raw lemon with the peel. So juicing became really popular um, with Max Gerson, who... Um, treated people with cancers um with just like carrot juice and you know different types of like celery juice and you know celery carrot mixed right. with lemon and there's a whole like max gerson it's called like the gerson theory and um it just shows the efficacy or the power and ability for juice to um, heal the body yeah 
Very interesting. I'm yeah. someone that has a tough time eating breakfast. I just, I don't know, like I'm not a morning person. I feel like a juice would be a nice, like you said, it doesn't replace a breakfast, but it's, it's something, you know? Well, um, yeah. Well, you know, um, some people's breakfasts are sausage and eggs. Yeah. And some people's breakfast is like a chia bowl. Yeah. Um, the sausage and eggs, now um, you could go without that. Um, as a breakfast yeah. and and be fine. You could go without any breakfast and be fine. Um, juice, in, 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 in that regard, in that spectrum, juice would make a good breakfast um, over the sausage and eggs. Yeah. And there could be some debate about that, about the nutrients, but you can get those nutrients later on in the day without the saturated fats and the cholesterol and stuff like that. So... Um, juicing is just, it's super clean. Like, you know, there's no, there's, there's no, um, bad thing yeah. about it. It doesn't <laughs> hurt you at all. It's only going to help. Right. And people that are worried about their insulin, insulin levels, um, that have a juice, they could also just pair this juice with like, you know, kale, right. you know, or like a, a dense, like doesn't rice have bowl. To be super sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so basically when when fruit fruits have fiber in it and fiber traps the sugar and when we chew the fruit and it goes down our digestive tracts it slowly lets out the sugar not affecting our insulin right. levels too much but if we were just to completely bypass that and put this sugar into our bloodstream a sensitive person their insulin levels might spike right now to balance that we assume that people are eating you know uh, you had a salad you had rice or or something yeah. like that right potato or something and um so um like i said if it's not meant to replace a meal but if you were looking to do like a, a cleanse and let your your body rest juice is a really good option might see me holding a juice bottle a little bit more frequently, man. Maybe, yeah. So, I think everybody should hold I think a juice I, more I, frequently. I agree, man. And and also just like as you as you get older, I think you change a little bit and maybe it's time to change the diet up too, you know? Oh yeah, I mean body changes. Yes, I mean definitely. I mean like um, you know people eat what they eat for different reasons, um, or sometimes for no real reason at all. They don't really know why they're eating it, but um, you know we just uh, you know my whole thing is just do the best you can. Yeah. And um, you know never say no to healthy things. Like if someone offers you like a salad, like you should never say no or water. It should right. you train yourself to just say yes to those healthy things and maybe no to you know alcohol like in in, in abundance or or um, you know that second piece of cake or whatever it is yeah. right. So it's just about like saying no and yes and a, a good balance, um, and and juice is a great way to incorporate that into your life. So whatever kind of diet you have, you know you're going to be getting the ketones, uh, the manganese, uh, the phosphates, the nitrates into your body as well as uh, the minerals and something for everyone for sure. Yeah, that's real, man. Just out of curiosity, what kind of diet do you typically have? You said you don't really eat red meat. So now I'm I'm fully plant based. Nice. Uh, no honey, no you know yogurt or, or milk or anything like that. And and that's uh, purely because of compassion. It's not um, it's not it's not fully out of health. You know, um, I started out with the health, um, caring about you know my body and what goes in it. 
And I, I, I just, uh, there was a lot of illnesses and ailments in my family and people losing their life to things that they could completely like reverse if they just stopped eating a right. certain thing. Uh, a lot of like art, heart attacks and, and things like that. And um, I would always, I'm the kind of person that would always look up like remedies, natural remedies, something that you could find without side effects like pills and stuff like that. Yeah. And I noticed that like there was always a list, you know, like top 10 remedies to a healthy liver, top five for a healthy thyroid. And it was always seaweed, you know, leafy greens for antioxidants, folate. It was always like the deep red fruits and 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 I just kind of put two and two together. Like, wait, why? Like, why are I seeing like chicken? Like number two, like heart. Like you know, if you have a problematic heart, eat more chicken. You know, I eat more bacon. And and, and it struck me. I'm like, huh? Like, well, then what would happen if we just ate that all the time and not the other stuff yeah. that aren't on the list? And everything from skin problems with milk. I mean, I see so many people with skin problems and I urge them to try to get off the dairy, but there's so many things that, uh, that could just, that could be, that could flourish in your body. If we just remain on the foods that, uh, help the body. Exactly. Yeah. That's real, man. It's, um, it's tough though, man. It's every day you see commercials, ads, fast food. Oh, like yeah. it's definitely a business, big business, big, huge business. And 10 years ago when I started, you know, there was nothing out there. It tasted like cardboard. Now there's impossible. There's beyond. Yeah. And, um, it's, 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 it's better. It's better for the environment. It's, um, it's better. It's easier for your body to digest and it's healthier. And we can, if we can spend some more years on this earth, you know with our grandkids why not you know? feeling good too feeling good and being mobile yeah hell yeah man so we spoke at the i don't know how much you want to get into this we spoke at the event i remember you said you're an actor as well uh, yeah <laughs> tell me a little bit about that too i'm curious okay uh yeah so i've always uh i've always been like an actor like in the family you know what i mean yeah the, the comedian the like the the audience um, well, it, it wasn't so much as I, that I liked the audience, but it was something that it was just natural for me to do. And I would get an audience, you right. know, like I could, I, I love dancing and, uh, acting and, you know, it, I made people laugh and well, you yeah. know, that's a good feeling. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Um, okay. So in high school, my friend, my, my friend, he, he wants to be a director and, um, in high school, we would always ask if, instead of an essay, if we could do a visual essay, like a video essay, yep. explaining what we've learned through a video media and the cool teachers allowed us to do it. And that really just like, I mean, about cutting and, and syncing and it really, it was so fun, you know? And I'm like, wow, like if I, if I could do this, you know, like that would be great. And so, um, I, I, I never really had the courage to join drama club or anything yeah. like that i always just kind of like you know stuck to stuck to the sports and in and, and the arts which alone is different yeah um but i was that sporty arty guy and um i was always nice to everybody in high school i always believed that you know everybody sh you know should have a good high school experience I hated bullies and um you know after in in college i went to sheridan like i said and that was like a school of the arts so performing arts and theatrical da dancing and 
visual, audio. It was amazing. And that's where I met my, my, my friend who wanted to be a director. He went to Humber for di directing. And him and other classmates were looking for actors, and I've always acted with him. And yeah, you can you can now catch me on IMDb. Uh, I, I've done a couple things. I've uh, done like a 48-hour film challenges of Toronto, where you have 48 hours to make a movie that's like has needs to have certain things in it. So that's like an, an experience in itself. Shout out to 48-hour film challenge. It's worldwide. And um, yeah, so I just I, I, I love acting and it, it it helps with the business, you know, um, because we make we have to do reels and uh, yeah. Instagram posts that's and we have true. to be comfortable in front of the camera and able to do this and think on our toes. So, you know, I went to um, I did some uh, uh, improv acting and um, it, it, it helped. And um, I hope to act more in the future. I mean, it's something that I, I really enjoy doing. You know, it's specifically like, you know, like Marvel stuff. Like, okay, you know, like, there you go. I can see. I can see that. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, like, why not? Yeah, you can see that. Hell I, yeah. I can see that too. I can see that too. I what can about see you guys? You can see that? I can see that. Put, we'll put a poll up. Yeah, put a poll up. What, what like, superhero yeah, should Corey what, play? What villain should I Villain be, you know? only, yes. Yeah, Villains yeah. always are the cooler, yeah. I have to say. Yeah, don't say Black Panther. <laughs> say the villain. Yeah. But you know what, bro? I asked you that too because I think it's very valuable for anyone to have something else. Like, you got your business for sure and but it's nice to have another thing that you enjoy where you see potential in as well you know i'm blessed you know i'm blessed to be able to be able to do so many things you know uh painting photography and um just you know you name it i'm i'm up for anything i'm up for the challenge i'm a leo i'm very uh i'm very positive uh, my cousin is the most positive person that you'll ever meet, you know, nothing can get him down, you know, he, when I'm down, he, he helps, you know, like, it's always good to have a, a, a support system yeah. in, in business, someone that you could bounce ideas off of, someone that could tell you when you're dumb, and when you're smart, you know what I mean, yeah. and not take offense to it. And, um, you know, being in this industry with juice and being such an astringent industry with just like how we take it anyway with the masking and the hair protection and, you know, in the facility that we juice out of, I built a kitchen. Like I put up walls and like doors that were wide and um, put in sinks to code and, um, you know, we mop every night and we even have a, we even have like a mosquito mesh above us so that the flies and dust don't come in on our side. Kind of like a filter. Yeah, like a little filter that keeps like, you know, the space clean. And that, that helps so much, you know, it's like so much because you can see it on top, right? Right. So we, we clean it up and stuff like that. But like you could see like how much would usually have fallen into our space. So yeah, and um, you know, we, um, you know, we do things like glass bottles, um, we, we, we do the best produce that we can, the best looking produce. Um, I create all the flavors, um, of nice. the juice. So well, mad scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Mad scientist. We, you know, we get all, all of our produce. We, we weigh it out. Uh, you know, I created the recipes that are specific to a weight and we, we juice it down and we, we keep our big container that we put the juice in. We keep them in, in like a big glass, 
like urn. Okay. Okay, with like a dispenser. A, a lot of people use plastic, which is it's like BPA free or whatever. But we we just like the idea of glass on glass on glass. Yeah. Um, so we 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 put it in a big glass urn with a lid. We take it off. We we put it put it we put that urn in a mini fridge. That is staying cool as we take the cold produce out, chop it up, juice it. It's called cold press because by the time you're done making the juice, it's still cold from the fridge. Right. It doesn't heat up from the grinding or anything like that, like a blender could or one of those old juicers. So it presses it. It's still cold. From there, we put it in. We take the jug out of the fridge and we pour it in, lid back on, back in the fridge, the juice the next little batch, do the same process until we get enough. And then we juice it into the glass bottles that are sanitized. And we do do like a bottle return and we give 25 cents back a bottle. Nice. It helps us, it helps the environment. And um, then we sanitize it and we refill them. And um, we, we immediately put them back into the fridge. When the whole batch is done, then we take them out, label them, seal them, and then put them in to the display fridge in the front. S because it's not cooked, it's gonna be losing nutrient value. The more it sits out, the more it's exposed to air, yeah. it'll oxidize. So, I mean, I, it's, the, it's, it's basically the, the most you could do. It's the best you can get. It's going from the fridge to another fridge to another fridge. And so by the time you get it, it's super fresh, super tasty, and it tastes the same all the time. Yeah. Man, if you're into juice or want to get into juice, please go see these guys, man. I've never heard a process that disciplined, that detailed. That's amazing, bro. <laughs> I love it. But I mean, that shows the care you have in the product, man. The, the care you have in the product shows the care you have for the customer. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're doing it for yourself for sure, but you also know people are paying money to buy this. Yeah hard-earned money it's tough times out here i want to make sure they're buying the best quality you could possibly buy oh 100 there's a couple pounds like three three to five pounds of produce in our bottles depending on the size of the bottles it's raw there's nothing added like this is beet pineapple lemon and ginger and a little bit of reverse osmosis water and to touch on the water thing um you know you have you ever seen like juice from concentrate that means it's like been pressed down and like cooked and it gets concentrated, the right. water's been evaporated out. But even if you don't cook it and you just juice it, there's a lot of um, water and air still left in the pulp. So when you juice a carrot or an apple, it's so much more potent and thick than you would if you were biting it. So adding water does a lot of things. A, it adds a more natural taste back into the product as if you had the water from the fibers. Yeah. B, it increases the surface area um, so that your body can actually assimilate it right. better. The water helps spread it through the body and carry it further. So you're actually getting a better dose when there's a little bit of water in it. And also, um, it helps the hydration and also it also helps stretch it out a little bit yeah. for juice companies but it's so minuscule that you're not it's not like you're getting a whole nother bottle yeah you can't say it's watered down no it's no you, you water's been added yeah yeah exactly and that and and that is to again bring the more natural taste back and the uh, the amount of little water that's used it's um 
it it wouldn't create like a whole nother right. bottle for a profit. So um, it's just it's natural. We don't put any honey, any sugar, any stabilizers. You can see the juices separating. Yeah, it gets the the heavier the you know the calcium, the proteins are sinking to the bottom, the flavonoids, as the water with trace minerals are rising to the top. Super interesting, man. Mm -hmm. This is like a science class, health class, hey. business class. Yes, yeah. This is sick. Yeah. Awesome, maybe man. You, maybe you'll do like a juice fast like sometime soon. Like I will, man. I will, I will, I will. I've never done any... Honestly, I've never done any like diet thing before. No fast, no kind of like... Um, not really, not purposely. Mm -hmm. um, but it's. I'm getting to that point where, you, you know, you got to... When you're like 18, you could eat fucking pogos and shit all day, you know? You <laughs> yeah. get a little older, it's like, all right, man, I'm feeling it now. If I'm eating poorly, you feel it. You know? Yes, yes, you do. And, um, you know, it's funny. The first time I heard of fasting was from my friend. Um, I think he was Iranian or Iraqi, Persian. He was Persian, so, I, you know, Iran. And uh, they would fast. They would do the Ramadan. Yeah. And they couldn't do, like, just water, just, just air. No water, no, yeah, no nothing. nothing like that. So that would be considered, like, a dry fast or an intermittent fast because they're going to be eating at the yeah. nighttime. But um, there's... You know, there's the the reason we fast is to let our digestive system uh, cleanse itself. Yep. And um, the more you eat, and the more you add on to the clogging of the colon, the worse you're gonna feel. And you know, when we're young, our bones are full of so many minerals, and we're alkaline. When we're babies, we're super alkaline. And the more we have acidic foods like pops and meats and, and sugars, um, the more our bones have to actually give up their alkaline right. nutrients to balance your blood because your blood can only stay between like a 3.5, 3.7 range, right, of pH. So and your blood, like your body shifts everything to maintain the purity of the blood. What does that mean? That means that if you're eating like cra crazy, <laughs> um, you may not feel it when you're young because your bones are giving you the minerals to to uh compensate, buffer yeah. and compensate and dilute it but then what happens we fracture our hip yeah. you know then we get a wrist break when yeah. we fall down so um you know what we what we take in the beginning we feel in the end for sure and that's why that's why uh, you know our our demographics are like um mid-20s to mid-30s uh typically women women typically see doctors more they have more of a relationship with a family doctor so they're more concerned about their health they have life in them all the time yeah um in their ovaries and they're they're, they're so they're very subconsciously aware of life and changes to their body and so most of our customers are women it's very nice to see when a man comes in um or anybody in between you know in that yeah, spectrum yeah, whatever. um just taking care of their bodies and just like really really listening to their bodies and um like i said it doesn't replace food but it's something that definitely tops it up now if you're gonna do a fast um like a water fast might be great you know for three days but if you're 
worrying about nutrient intake, uh, potassium and uh, uh, electrolytes to stay alert and active, then juice is definitely the way to go. I mean, think about it. You're getting all the alkaline minerals plus tens of thousands of phytonutrients that we haven't even named scientifically yet. So we don't know what it does. Yes. But so we much. know that if it's in the apple, it must be good, right? Yeah. Apple a day, right? Yeah. So we do these juice fasts and cleanses for people to let their digestive system work out what it's you know been backed up on for months and months and to be able to just get the nutrients right in our body so we're alert and active and healthy and um able able to eliminate old waste no it makes sense to me bro it's one of those things where just gotta now put it in place let's let's actually try you know and yeah enough talking about it i gotta do this now, yeah know? yeah it's a big um it's a big commitment we do these uh wellness events uh you can go check our instagram page uh, last summer we did a a wine and wellness event only for the instagram followers nice and um that we we take you out to the country to wine country uh we do a little wine tasting we did yoga in the fresh air and the, the escarpment and we all had juice and it was just so empowering to you know have everybody around that was interested in the same kinds of things and uh in the future we will be doing retreats and things so you don't have Sick. to fast alone so I, I love that type of stuff man account me in for that okay great yeah, so yeah. it's only for people following the page so go follow ashe juicery um on instagram that's a-s-e juicery um that's on instagram you'll probably put it up like right here or something i will 100 percent maybe even right here right there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh your instagram is very good by the way your reels are always good always informative thank you colorful too like actually like physically colorful yeah yeah well thank you you know uh you got to get out there you got to market yourself even if you know i never went to school for marketing but you just gotta people want to know what you're about what you're doing and if you follow the page you know every day or every other day you'll see a reel or a story just me explaining what we're doing today or what we have in stock or what's going on um or just in general about juice and um what's happening on blur um, oh yeah man. so go follow the page definitely you'll you'll love what you see i can guarantee it follow us ashe Ju- juicery for sure yes. go check it out on blur blur is always fun man go get a juice while you're there yeah and, yeah uh, hit us up i have one more question for you bro actually two more quick okay, ones yeah first is there like a top selling flavor Okay, yeah, this one right here. This is a uh, breath of red. This is our top selling flavor. Um, it's paired with green juices. So like, uh, we have a, a juice called Green Sweep. It's like, um, it's a premium juice. This is a quality juice. It's got four or five ingredients if you cl- include the water. The Green Sweep, it's like uh, six or seven ingredients if you include the water. So um, that juice, that premium juice, and this juice are our best sellers. Nice. But they're, you know, we're always creating new flavors that are you know rising in the ranks like the midnight magnet it's a it's a black juice it's black because we had activated charcoal in it it's a grapefruit orange lemon and lime with charcoal so it's fire oh it's a it's a it's a citrus medley in your mouth and what the charcoal does is it absorbs pathogens microbes heavy metals and um allows you to detox in a heavy metal sense and the the grapefruit in it and the citrus they just melt all the the cholesterol the visceral fat the fat and plaque from our plaque our, our arteries and veins it's a real potion 
Oh, it's real it's, potion, uh, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's real life. It's life. Space Jam secret. Remember that? The yeah, the blue, the, the blue, the blue water. But drinking. it was just water, right? Yeah. That's what they were you know? drinking, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, fruits, fruits they, they melt fat. You know, fruits melt fat. Mangoes, citrus, it it just melts fat away. You know, so um, if anybody's experiencing like clogged arteries or heart problems, yeah, citrus. That's good, That's good to know. Yeah. What was the other question that you? The other question that I had actually before I asked that question, when you're what are your hours again? Tell the people. Yeah. So uh, weekdays is nine to eight p.m. Nine a.m. to eight p.m. We hope to make it earlier. We want to open for like eight. Nice. um, Just to catch that morning crowd because we do sell healthy coffee with uh, reishi mushrooms uh, infused in it. So you're gonna have like um the the mushrooms are non psychedelic or anything. They're not gonna get you. You know, Uh, they're they're just. uh, a very healthy mushroom and it helps to relieve the jitters and anxiety that people get from coffee and the crash so we sell coffees and we want to get that morning rush or be there for people that are hoping to switch from the coffee to fresh cold pressed juice in the morning nice okay and weekends is the same hours nine to eight weekends is 10 to 5 10 to 5 um but we are going to be extending that later and earlier as well because um it's floor street and the life is um continuing Weather, way past. getting good man yeah yeah all into streets, the night so. i hope I, I hope the streets are very busy man me too me too hell yeah the other question i had for you was um your whole family like put onto the juicing now uh no no, no, not really. I mean, they all are exposed to it through me and yeah. know what they know because of me. But um, it's not like they they are constantly putting in orders or anything okay. like that. But um, we, do, we do try to, like, you know, when we make extra juice, you know, divvy it up between the family when we can. We're just so spread out. But um, definitely they support us. Um, they watched it grow, you know, to, from a point of, I think, like, like, you know, skepticism and disbelief to a point... Like, like they've seen us now we're on like one of the busiest streets in toronto and we've established ourselves as a quality juice brand that it's not going away anytime soon hell yeah man when i went to your spot too i would have been shocked if you had told me you opened up less than a year ago like that's pretty wild yeah oh yeah it thank has you, the yeah. feel of like a staple you know oh thank you i feel i well we feel right at home in the community you know what i mean and maybe that's what it is it's just we've had the freedom to decorate the interior um the way we want to and um set the vibe the way we want everything from the music that we play to the fresh aroma from the juice and the plants that you see in the store you know so Love yeah it, thank bro. you hell yeah man nah really appreciate you having having you in here this was an awesome conversation is there anything great. else you would like to add oh uh, yeah drink more juice drink uh more yeah juice. drink more juice everybody out there you know uh follow us on the instagram go to our website ashejuicery.com come check us out at 982 bloor street west and if you can't make it um try us on uber eats skip the dishes or ritual you know um ashe it's um it's a, a West African term from the Yoruba tribe, and it means so many different things. But one of the things that we really connected with was the ability to create or affect change from within. Right. And like we were talking about manifesting and, you know, seeing what you um, 
want a lot of people say i'll see it to believe it you know you got to see it to believe it but if you you really got to believe it to see it it's the exact opposite and as long as you believe you can create that change that you want to see from within and it made sense to us because the juice is going in your body and it's going to help your blood it's going to help your skin your hair yeah. your attitude um and so um that's why our slogan is create change from within it says it right on the bottle and um you know we're environmentally conscious and we believe that uh, if you want to do positive in this world you know you can so you know i want to i want to thank you for having me on this show too i think that uh a lot of people out there just got a healthy dose of what you know juicing is all about i agree man this is a like i said business um spiritual mm. juice mm, yes. <laughs> everything what else do you need you know right yeah you, know, you don't need anything else That's but ashe it, juicery baby shout out ashe juicery shout out to Corey for coming through versatile vigilante keep your eyes open for more fire like and subscribe all that follow you know let's go drink more juice gang gang thank you yes peace fire bro yo man that was great